welcome to another episode of Blogging with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. And yes, yes, I know it's sounding a little different. It's sounding a little different. It doesn't have the the flashy intro with all the music and excitement and all. Well, maybe there's still excitement in my voice. And um, I know if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that when I start my podcast without that music, it's something serious going down. Except there's nothing serious going down in terms of the reason why <laughs> this is happening besides the fact that I got a brand new mixer. My old mixer was, was giving problems and the channels were dying and all kinds of stuff. So I upgraded and I got me a new fancy digital mixer that is awesome. So awesome that I, I, I don't know how to use it. <laughs> I don't know how to use it. So I can't do the normal stuff that I would normally do. So I figured, you know what, rather than trying to figure it all out right now and, you know, go late into the night and record this episode, I'm going to just record the episode. I'm going to just bring some value to you. I know it's been a while. It has been, man, too long. And, and, and if you've been listening for a while, uh, you know that I've been away for a while. And you know, you probably assume that the last few months in my life have been pretty interesting um, and I ended up staying away longer than I anticipated and I got out of the habit of recording my podcast episode but now I am back with renewed enthusiasm I am back ready to just provide you with all kinds of value and today the topic for this episode today is something that has come near and dear to my heart something that I've been focusing on tremendously a tremendous amount of time over the last few months, and that is goal setting for bloggers, how to get more done that actually matters. I'm going to say that again. Goal setting for bloggers, how to get more done that actually matters. And, y y you know, it is today as I'm recording this, it is January 22nd. I will post this episode on January 23rd. And, yeah, you know, a lot of people think about goal setting as you come into the new year and you probably think man this would have been the, the a great episode to to go live on the first of january or even before that as you're preparing you know creating your new year's resolutions and all that kind of stuff but quite frankly with the way that i'm looking at goal setting right now this is the perfect episode for today in other words, whatever day you are listening to this episode, this is the perfect episode for you for today. Now, I'm back. What that means is this. It means that you will be getting podcast episodes on a weekly basis. As I've done in the past, I will continue to do that. I'm ready. I am renewed. I am rejuvenated. I am working my behind off. Now, as even though it seems like I've been away and I haven't been doing much in terms of public facing the stuff that I normally do, the podcast episode, the blog and all that kind of stuff, the videos and so on, I've actually done more over the last month or two towards the goals that I've set for myself, quite frankly, than I've done over the last, man, over, quite frankly, in 2018. Now, it doesn't mean that in 2018, I wasn't 
doing a lot. No, I did a lot. But in terms of focused activity towards accomplishing the goals that I've set for myself, the last two months have been, quite frankly, they've, they've just been ridiculous. And what I want to do in this episode is kind of share with you some of what I've been going through uh, in terms of what I've been learning. And my hope in this episode, episode 343, my hope is that you can listen to this episode and you will take it seriously. You, right now, that's listening to me, I want you to take this so seriously and take action on this because it can change your life. And if you do what I propose in this episode, it will change your life. Now, I'm not going to take credit for all of this because a lot of the stuff that I'm going to share with you, uh, yeah, it, it might be slightly tweaked, but it's stuff that I've been learning from the likes of Zig Ziglar, um, Napoleon Hill, uh, a number of different resources from the Free to Dream conference that I went with Cliff Ravenscraft where I was emceeing that event and just kind of taking bits and pieces from different sources and putting them together to, 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 to create not even to create, but to, to start being more purposeful in what I do and accomplishing more on a daily basis. All right? So I want you to take this seriously. I want to start with a quote, one that I've said before when I've spoken about goal setting, and that is this. A goal without a plan is just a wish. And this is a quote from uh, uh, Antoine de Saint, I can't say his name because it's French, but it's Saint-Exupéry. Let's go with that. <laughs> a goal without a plan is just a wish. But I want to extend it. A goal with a plan is an actual goal, and a goal with a detailed plan makes success inevitable. A goal without a plan is just a wish. A goal with a plan is an actual goal, and a goal with a detailed plan makes success inevitable. So let's talk a little bit about goal setting, because I don't know if you're anything like me, but every year, yeah, I'm, I'm a part of a mastermind group, and as a part of being in this mastermind group, every year at the, be the, the beginning of the year, we get together and we say our goals. We share our goals. We write them down. Uh, and um, the idea is we're sharing them with each other so that by the end of the year, we can come back and report on all of the awesome things that we've done. Now, I want to have a confession to make. I've done that every year for the last seven or eight years, however long we've been doing this. And for the most part, I can say that I have not accomplished the goals that I set every single year. Like, I can't, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's a shame, but quite frankly, I set these goals, and then I the, the next year, I'm like, oh, shoot, I didn't make these goals. Let me put some of these goals back on the list, and then I do the same thing the next year, and I do the same thing the next year, and it almost makes you feel like, man, why are you even setting goals? Because you just set them and forget them, or you set them and you don't accomplish them, you don't follow through. But here's the thing, right? And, and this is what I've learned. I've never really taken this whole goal-setting process seriously because this is 
exactly what would happen every single year. And I don't know if this sounds familiar to you at all, but this is what would happen with me. It would be Wednesday morning, and our mastermind meeting is Wednesday at 11.30 Eastern. And Wednesday morning, I'd realize, oh, man, I didn't set any goals, and we have this meeting today. i got to write something down. Okay, and then I write something down really quick. Sometimes I would start at 11 o'clock and get them down, done by 11.30, and then I'd come to the meeting, and I would read off my goals um, like everybody else, and then that would be it, and I would move on in life, and that's exactly what I would do. I would move on in life, and as a result of that, I never, I never accomplished these goals that I'd set. Now, I don't know how you set goals, but it's possible that you've set goals kind of like me, kind of haphazardly, right? You said, okay, this is, these are the things that I'm going to do. And, and, and maybe you've heard that you should write them down, so you write them down and you think, okay, now I've written them down. Magic is about to happen, but it never ends up happening. That's, that's me. Now, here's what I've realized now. Over the last few months, especially I've been consuming a ton of content, and I've been brainwashed, I guess you can say. I've been brainwashed into believing a few things. And as a result of this brainwashing, man, <laughs> I've accomplished so much in the last month. But part of this brainwashing is, and I say brainwashing, I'm being kind of facetious, but part of it is I realized that I never really took the time to plan out my goals the right way. Like, I, it never really took a significant amount of time. Like, I explained the process to you. I jot down a few things before a call, head on a call, announce what they are, and move on in life. But I never really took the time to plan them out. Now, there are a few things involved in this whole planning out, and I want to walk you through some of what I've been um, I've been uncovering and learning and all that kind of stuff. But I want to talk about some research because there's some significance in this whole writing it down thing, even though I kind of did it flippantly. You know, neuropsychologist research indicates what's called a generation effect. Now, wh what does that mean? Um, it, it simply means that you are more likely to remember things that you actually generate yourself. All right? In other words, um, when you are writing something down, you are actually like creating something, and you're as opposed to just thinking about it. And and part of the reasoning behind why this is significant is because you get to access that information at least twice. Okay, the first time when you think about it, you think about it, you're like, okay, this is what I want to do, and then you write it down. And once you're writing it down, that act of actually writing it down, you kind of have to recall that information again. So you're recalling it, you're, 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 you're accessing that information twice, and that helps in the retention process. So there's something significant in writing down goals, but I don't want to just talk about writing down goals. We're going to get into much deeper uh, detail in how you go about writing this down. So now one of the studies that I often hear, I've heard this quoted 
by a number of people. It was a Harvard MBA study uh, from 1979 where they found that 3% of the people, the, the, the graduates from that, the, the class from a, a, a 20 years before, or I forgot how many years, but 3% of them wrote down their goals and that 3% earned more than 10 times the other 97% combined. This was an article written in Fast Company, and you have a lot of success coaches uh, quoting this article and sharing this study, except for the fact that there was no such study. Somebody made it up. There was no evidence, and it, there were some people that really were, were trying to figure out, hey, where did this study come from? Um, can we find the actual study? And they went back to the Harvard and, and, and did a bunch of research and realized that this was something somebody made up. Unfortunately, it was something that someone made up. However, there is some significance to this. It's not as great as that fake study eluded in terms of 3% of the people that wrote down their goals earning more than uh, uh, 10 times the others combined. That is not true. Um, but there was a, a, a follow-up study uh, done by Dr. Gail Matthews. And Dr. Gail Matthews is from the Dominican University of California. And they did a study to try to see, hey, is there something significant in writing down these goals? And what they found was that, yes, there was a significant improvement in terms of the ability to accomplish these goals when people wrote it down, but even more so when they wrote it down, shared it with a friend, and had to provide progress reports over the time that they set for the course of this experiment. And what they saw was the people that didn't write down their goals accomplished 4.28 of those goals. All right, 4.28 of those goals, the mean goal achievement. Uh, and then those that wrote it down accomplished 6.08 of the goals that they'd set on average. And those that wrote it down and shared with the friend and had to do the progress report sh uh, accomplished 7.6 goals. So there was significant improvement. That's about 78% more on the those that wrote it down, shared it with someone, and had to provide these progress reports along the way. There is something significant about writing down your goals, and there's something significant about sharing them with specific people and having to do updates on these goals over time. Now, what I want to give you is some bad news and some good news. I'm going to give you the bad news first. The bad news is this, and this is something that I've seen over the last month a whole lot. To, to plan all of this out, like to plan your goals and to plan what you're going to do and how you're going to accomplish it, to take a significant amount of time. Uh, Zig Ziglar always said it took 10 to 20 hours to plan out your goals and to plan out your goal-setting program. And imagine that, right? So I, I spent my 10, 15 minutes before a call putting them down, and I expected things to just kind of fall in place. But I never really invested the time in, in, in planning out my goals. So the bad news is it's going to take some time. But I want to challenge you to do it because the good news is if you do take that time, you're going to get so much more done. So I want to challenge you 
act right now to say to yourself, okay, Leslie, I am gonna I am gonna be brainwashed with you, and I am gonna buy into the hype that if I take the time to plan out my goals, I'm gonna accomplish so many more of my goals. So I'm gonna take the time to make that happen. And yes, it's gonna take me 10 hours, 20 hours, 30 hours, what, how much ever time it's going to take, but I'm going to commit that. I'm, I'm going to commit to doing that because I am worth it. My business is worth it. My family is worth it. And all of that stuff. Because I want to have that impact. I want to grow that business. I want to accomplish my goals. So now, let's talk about how to do this. And how to accomplish your blogging goals, the ones that really matter. How do you get more done that actually matter? Okay, step number one. <laughs> step number one. We're going to start with something that's going to seem unrelated to blogging. But this is your first step because we want to focus on the things that matter. So here's what I want you to do. The first thing I want you to do is write down, and not just write down, I want you to break down your life goals. Your life goals. Once again, your life goals. I know, Leslie, we're supposed to be just talking about blogging. What do you mean my life goals? That's exactly what I mean. What do you want to accomplish in life? Because here's what I know. If your blogging goals are aligned with the goals that you have for your life, you're going to be way more motivated to actually accomplish them. Now, um, Zig Ziglar has this uh, performance planner, and this is what I've been using. A number of people I've seen se um, selling a lot of planners for getting things done. Planners where you're actually sitting down and writing, not planners, digital planners or anything of that sort. And this is the first time I'm doing it and taking it seriously, and it makes such a huge difference. But one of the, the first things that it, uh, it, it has you do is to kind of rate yourself on what they call um, the kind of like the, the wheel of life. And on this wheel, I want you to imagine like a bicycle wheel. And the, the wheel has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven spokes. Seven spokes on this wheel of life. And the seven spokes have these words on them. These seven words, physical, family, mental, financial, spiritual, career, and personal. All right? And I want you to imagine this wheel that has these uh, spokes on them, these seven wheels, these seven um, spokes of life and different areas of your life where you want to be successful, whether it's your physical health, um, whether it's your family life, your mental, your financial well-being, your spiritual well-being, your career, and your personal well-being. A lot of us, when we set goals, we kind of just take it from a perspective of, I want to be ridiculously successful in business. And we, we, we focus on that to the detriment of everything else. Um, maybe we are successful in our careers, but our family suffers. Or, or, or maybe, you know, we're, we're very much into our physical health and, and we spend so much time with that that our career suffers. And, and the idea is we want to be balanced in these different, these seven areas of life. And, 
And what they ask you to do is rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being more to the center and 10 being all the way to the end of that spoke. And what you will see is, as you kind of rate yourself in these different areas, there are going to be some areas that you're stronger in and some areas that you're not as strong in. And if you have a perfectly balanced life, if that is possible, and I actually now believe it's possible, it's going to be kind of like a round circle. But if, you know, okay, I am, I, I am thriving in my career and my business and other aspects of my life, but when it comes to my physical health, it's kind of like a two. You're going to have this little messed up wheel. That's not going to work. And you can see the areas now that you're weaker in and what you need to work on. And I think this is such, man, this is the first um, time I've encountered kind of a goal setting uh, a program with that foundation of having that balanced life as opposed to just trying to accomplish this one aspect of your life, being the best business person that you can be. I love this well-rounded model. And by doing this activity, I was able to see where I'm a little weaker, where I need to spend more time and set specific goals that I was not even thinking of. And that, for me, was so revealing. So that's the first thing I want you to do. The second thing is, just in, in writing down these goals, your life goals, I want you to just make a list of all the things that you want to accomplish in life, whether that has to do with your business, whether it has to do with your family. Um, you know, my wife and I were homeschooling our kids. I have some goals where that's concerned. Um, when it comes to my physical health, my physical health I want to be in the best shape of my life. And, and I have my specific goal there as well. I want you to kind of just write down, hey, what do you want to accomplish? Do you want to buy a house? You don't have a house as yet. Uh, do you want to be able to travel? Do you want to uh, build your business to a certain point? Do you want to build a speaking career? Whatever those things are, I want to encourage you to just write them all down the as if the sky is the limit. Just let yourself dream. Let yourself dream and give yourself that permission to dream. What all do you want to accomplish in life? Write those things down. Okay? Step number two, once you've kind of written out your life goals, and this might take you, you know, 30 minutes, it might take you an hour. Um, quite frankly, you should be able to write down a bunch of things if you just kind of let yourself write. You should be able to write down a bunch of those goals within like 20 to 20, uh, to, 20 to 30 minutes. Okay, Everything that comes to mind. Don't think about how selfish it is. Don't think about whether it's a good goal or not. Just, just write it all down. All right? Now, I'm going to give you some more details about writing these goals in a little while. But I want to walk through uh, some more of these steps. After, you, after you've written down your life goals, the next thing I want you to do in the context of your life goals is write down your business goals. Like what do you want to accomplish with your business? Once again, in the context of your life goals. Because now you know, hey, this is where I want my life to be. You know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 50 years from now, I want people to be able to say this about the life that I've lived. These are the things I want to accomplish. Now let's explore the business aspect of that in the context of these life goals. 
And then step number three, write down and break down your blogging goals in the context of your business goals. Because if your blogging goals are in the context of your business goals and your business goals are in the context of your life goals, what you do at your blog now works towards you accomplishing your life goals. Now, there are too many people that go to work each and every day. Sorry, I hit the mic there. But there are too many people that go to work each and every day just doing stuff. They're doing a bunch of tasks, but they have absolutely nothing to do with their life goals. And as a result of that, they feel as if they're just kind of on this wheel, this, 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 the, the rat race, and just trying to make ends meet and all that kind of stuff and just trying to do what they have to do to pay the bills. But for me, it's not about just paying the bills. It's about being fulfilled. And it's about accomplishing the things that I believe I'm placed on this earth to accomplish. And if what I'm doing in my blog is not helping me to go in that direction, I might as well stop what I'm doing in my blog. This is for me personally. But if I know that what I'm doing on my blog fits into my business goals, which then fit into my life goals, man, I am so motivated to do the things that I'm doing in my blog. Now, the question is, you know, I said, uh, write down and break down your life goals. Write down and break down your business goals. And then write down and break down your blogging goals. Well, then, how in the world do you actually break down your goals? I'm glad you asked that question. This is where the magic happens. This is where the magic happens. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to answer the following questions for each goal. Now, uh, when I say answer the question, once again, I mean write it down. I don't care how what you write it down on. I don't. I, I would encourage you not even to write it down on like Evernote or Microsoft Word or any of those things. Write it down, paper and pen. Take out a notebook, whatever the case might be, and actually physically write it down. Okay? First question is this. What is the actual goal? What is the goal? Like, be specific about the goal. I want to have... Uh, you know, a uh, 3,000 square foot house or a 5,000 square foot house um, with X number of bedrooms and bathrooms and blah, 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 all that kind of stuff by, well, we'll get to the other part. But uh, what is that specific thing that you want to accomplish, that you want to have, that you want to do? I want my family to be able to travel and experience the world and to be able to travel X number of times a year, whatever the case might be. What are those things for you? I want to start a nonprofit organization that, that raises money to, to fund the educations of people that are coming from a certain part of the world, whatever the case may be. I want you to write these goals down. That's number one. What is those goals? What is that goal? Number two, after every goal, this is what I want you to write down. Why do you want to accomplish that goal? Why is this goal important for you? And I don't want you to write like a book on why it's important. I want you to write one sentence, just one phrase. I want to accomplish this goal because. Why is it important for you? Number three, what are the benefits of reaching that goal? What will you get out of reaching that goal? Number four, 
what are the pains associated with not reaching that goal, with not accomplishing that goal? Why is that such a big deal? What are you going to feel? What are the negative experiences and emotions that come along with not accomplishing that goal? Number five, what do you need to know? What do I need to know in order to accomplish the goal? Number six, who do I need to engage to help me accomplish these each goal? And I know you're thinking, okay, let's see, you're, you're talking a little too fast. Don't worry, show notes. Becomeablogger.com slash 343. It'll all be there. Who do I need to engage? What connections do I need to make? Who do I need to learn from? Who can mentor me? Who has a course that's teaching how to do that thing that I need to know? And then, what are the steps I need to take? Now, you may be thinking, yeah, but maybe I don't know all the steps. Maybe that's what I'm going to get when I actually take that course or whatever the case might be. But still, I want you to start thinking about what are the steps you need to take. Maybe step number one is to take that course. And then step number two is to learn all of the things that it, that course teaches. And step number three might be take action on those things. If you don't know what those things are, I still want you to write out the steps that you need to take. And then the last question is by when will I, when will I accomplish that goal by? I want you to put a date. Like think through it. So what is the goal? Why do I want to accomplish that goal? What are the benefits of accomplishing that goal? What are, the, what are the pains associated with not reaching that goal? And what do I need to know in order to accomplish the goal? Who do I need to engage to help me accomplish this goal? And what are the steps that I need to take? And when will I accomplish this goal by? So I want to I um, break down my one of my goals and share with you how I've done it. Okay, so one of the goals that I've set for my blog for 2019, uh, and now I have a bunch of goals actually, but I'm gonna share one. I wanna create the ultimate email marketing resource center. Email marketing is obviously a big part of building an online business. It's a big part of building your blogging business, and without one, you are not doing what you're supposed to be doing as a blogger, quite frankly. <laughs> so. Um, I want to create a resource to help people with their email marketing. Now, this is something that I've been spending a ton of time on over the last month. I recorded 27 videos. I'm almost finished editing all of these videos, and I'm going to be releasing a resource center um, uh, related to this topic over the next week or two or something along those lines. But my goal was to create the ultimate email marketing resource center. Now, first, first question was, what is the goal? Second question was, why do I want to accomplish that goal? And part of that is to increase my passive income and contribute towards my family's financial security. Now, wha why do I say that? Well, part of what I do is affiliate marketing. And in creating this amazing resource to help my audience and to help people know how to use email marketing at a much deeper level, in that process, um, I'm recommending a service. And well, actually, well, for the first one, it's going to be one service. 
and I'm going to pay it for that service. So I know that I'll be receiving a commission every month. So this is adding towards my financial in uh, my financial stability. It's helping me to increase my income, and that allows me to do so much with my so much more with my family, so much more in terms of the things that I want to accomplish in my life, in terms of the ways that I want to give give back, in terms of how I want to provide for my family and the experiences I want us to be able to have. This might seem like just a, a resource center and an amazing resource for bloggers, but my why is deeper than that. Because I know what it's going to do for my family, and I know how that helps me towards accomplishing some of the much bigger goals I have in life. You see what I'm saying here? So why do you want to accomplish the goals? Next one is, what are the benefits of reaching the goal? Now, I want to I wanna point out something there. Um, I said when you write down your why, it should just be one sentence. Mine is one sentence. I just kind of went on because I'm recording a podcast episode and I just was ranting for a little bit. But the sentence that I wrote down here was to increase my passive income and financial security. That's the one sentence. Okay, so now what are the benefits of reaching that goal? So here are some of the benefits. And of course, this is going to go back to my why. Number one, Increasing my monthly passive income. Number two, increasing the traffic to my site by creating these very optimized posts with video content and all that kind of stuff. Whenever I do that, it increases my traffic. Number three, being able to send my audience to a valuable resource for email marketing. That's definitely a benefit. Number four, once it's done, it will continue to work for me. I created one of these resource centers in 2014 for another email marketing service, uh, GetResponse, and I'm going to be updating that one. But I created it in 2014, and it's been paying me every single month since I created it. So I know once it's done, it'll continue working for me. Number um, five, I will have more confidence in my email marketing recommendations. As I recommend things to people, because I've gone through and done all of this research and all of this work, I can confidently say what is the right service for you. So those are some of the benefits to accomplishing those goals. Now, what are the pains associated with not reaching the goal? Number one, the first pain for me is that feeling of, once again, not accomplishing that goal because it's a goal that I've set multiple times and just not doing it always weighs on me. So that's a personal thing. Okay, that's number one. Number two, um, one, of the, one of the pains associated with not accomplishing my goals for financial security and all that kind of stuff is not knowing how I'm going to pay the bills. Like, do I want to be in a position where I don't know how I'm going to pay the bills, where I'm not able to provide for my family, where I'm not able to, 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 to get the thing? Yeah, I've, listen, when I left my job, when I left my job, um, it was a difficult transition. And I remember, I remember being in a place where we needed to buy diapers, but we had no money to buy it. Is that a pain associated with not accomplishing your financial um, goals that this resource center would help me to, to alleviate? Absolutely. I know what it's like. 
And I don't want to experience that again. And sometimes just being fully aware of the pain will help to give you the motivation to accomplish what you need to accomplish, what you want to accomplish. Okay, so the next thing is, what do I need to know in order to accomplish the goal? Well, I need to have a deep knowledge of the email marketing platforms that I am comparing and analyzing. In other words, I need to study them. I need to go to their knowledge bases and seeing what are all of the things you can do. I need to be looking at what other people are doing with those platforms so that I can be, I can speak in an educated way. In order to do this resource center, I need to fully understand these different platforms. Next question. Um, who do I need to engage with? in uh to help me accomplish th this goal well i have some specific people that i'm uh, obviously not going to say here because it well that's more some private business things that i'm doing um let's see and then uh engaging people on the 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 the, the people on the teams that work for those companies. That I can say, obviously. So if I'm doing a drip email marketing resource center, which is the first one that I'm doing, um, I need to be able to engage the people that work for that company. So establishing those connections and so on, that's gonna be very significant. All right, so plan of action. What is my plan of action? What are the s action steps that I need to take? Well, the first thing is to create the drip tutorials, which is the 27 videos that I just finished making. And well, I finished making them about a week and a half ago and I'm in the process of editing it. That's the first step. Number two, create comparison article. Number three, create get response tutorials. Create a quiz that will allow people to kind of go through and answer a few questions to determine which platform is best for them. And there are a few other steps in that process. But the last one is when will I accomplish this goal by? And the goal is to accomplish this overall goal by April 1st. You see what I've done there? This is one goal. And I've broken this thing down in a lot of detail. And then it goes to the next step or the next concept, which is tracking your, pro your progress. And this part here is is one thing that a lot of people skip out on. Because yeah, they set the goals, and yeah, they then, okay, I know what these goals are, so I'm gonna just start working, and they start working, and then uh, somewhere along the way, they kinda lose focus on these goals. And that's not what I want you to do. And that's what I've done, but it's not what I'm doing today. Here's what I recommend. I recommend, now that you have this list of blogging goals that are in the context of your business goals that are in the context of your life goals, I want you to choose three goals to start working on. Now, obviously there are different kinds of goals. There are some short-term goals, there are some medium-term goals, and there are some long-term goals, short-term goals, maybe within the next month, uh, medium-term goals, maybe within the next year, and long-term goals could be a year and beyond. I want you to choose three goals, and these three goals are the ones that you're gonna start working on. Because maybe you have a list of 
actually let's look at mine right now the goals that i've written down one two three four five six seven eight i probably shouldn't do this live but hey 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 21 22 23 24 25 26 i have 26 goals on this list and i chose the first three to start with and then i started adding on i want you to start with three you may choose three maybe you might choose three to five whatever the case might be choose three to start working on and in that i want you to choose uh, I, I want you to include some short-term goals maybe one is a short-term goal goal maybe two are short-term goals maybe three are short-term goals that's okay because you know what? By having some of those short-term goals and going through this process and then crossing them off of your master list of the goals that you set, by doing that, you get that feeling of, yes, I've accomplished something. And now it feels so good that I want to accomplish the next thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So choose a few goals, three to five goals that you want to start with. Make sure to include some short-term goals. Now, here's what I do at the beginning of every week. Because I know which goals I'm focusing on. I actually focus on four goals every single week. So every week, at the beginning of the week, I determine what I want to get accomplished. What are the things, obviously, that go toward that goal, those goals that I've set? What do I want to accomplish? And in the performance planners that I'm using, you actually start out by writing, okay, these are the four goals that I am focusing on. All right? And then you can make a list of, okay, these are the main things that I want to get accomplished this week. And then every day, so on Sunday, here's what I do. I plan out Monday's schedule and the tasks that I want to accomplish on Monday. So every day you plan out the next day's schedule. Don't wake up and then say, okay, what am I going to accomplish today? No, I want you to know that. I want you to know that because you planned it out. Now, some people will plan out their entire week on Sunday or something of that sort. I find that doesn't work as well for me. I, I started by trying to do that. It didn't work as well because... What I found is what I want to do on Tuesday depends on what I was able to accomplish on Monday. And I find that I have to do kind of like a day-to-day -day recalibration. So every day, plan out the next day's schedule and the next day's tasks. Then at the end of each day, reflect on what you've accomplished. Which tasks can you check off that list? Uh, which goals did you work on and which goals didn't you work on? And that part right there has been significant for me. So every day, every, every week, I have my four goals that I've written at the top. And every day, I'm going to say, okay, so yesterday, for example, I edited 10 videos. And then in the other three areas, the three other goals that I have, I write down nothing like i write down the word in all caps nothing and i cross it out why is that important now obviously every day i'm not working towards every goal yesterday i was working towards one of my goals and i edited 10 videos that's towards the creation of my ultimate email marketing resource 
and I wrote nothing for the other. Now, every once in a while, I would see nothing by a goal for a few days in a row. You know what that does to me? It makes me think, oh, wait a minute. I haven't, I haven't been doing anything towards that goal. Tomorrow, I need to make sure that on my list of tasks, I am doing stuff to help me accomplish those goals. That right there for me has been a game changer. Because that's exactly what has happened a number of times over the last few weeks. I go a few days without, um, uh, you know, I have a, my blogger coaching club and I have a specific goal for my blogger coaching club. And if I go a few days without doing anything towards that goal, I think about, okay, how can I include one thing tomorrow that's going to help me to get closer to that goal? And that's exactly what I do. Now, then at the, e so at the end of the day, you reflect on what you've accomplished, but then at the end of the week, once again, you reflect on what you've accomplished that week. So you said at the beginning of the week, these are the main things that I want to accomplish. How did I do? And this planner doesn't have this in there, but if I were to redo this planner, I would actually have a place for me to kind of make notes on what I accomplished for the week or what I didn't accomplish. What can I do better? What can I improve on? You see, it's this day-to-day -day and week-to-week -week tracking that is focused on the goals that you set for your blog that are, uh, you know, are in the context of the goals that you've set for your business and in the context of the goals that you've set for your life. And by planning this out, and yes, it may take, for me, it was about 25 hours and it took me like three weeks to fully do the planning. But once the planning was done, I felt as if I had, uh, 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 I created a machine. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt. And since doing that, I've been holding myself accountable. I've shared some of these goals. Well, obviously, I've shared the goals with my mastermind. And this time in sharing it with my mastermind, what was so significant about it was I was able to not only say, these are my goals, but I was also able to say, and I've already made significant progress towards the first one. More progress than I've made in a very, very long time. So when January 1st came along, I was already well on my way towards accomplish accomplishing my goals. It's not New Year's resolution because it happened when I went through this process. So, I you know, if you take away one thing from this episode, here's what I want you to take away. I want you to get serious about planning your goals. And I want you to take the time, how much ever time you need to work it out. Whether you follow the exact system that I just kind of outlined or you kind of modify to suit your needs because quite frankly, what I shared with you is a modification from things that I've gotten from multiple sources because these are what I, I realize work best for me, for my personality, for, what I, for the way I do things. You take it and apply it to your situation. But don't just say, this is what I'm going to accomplish. I write it down, and that's it. Now I'm going to start doing things. No, go through these steps. 
take the time, track your progress on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, and as you start accomplishing those goals, start checking it off the list. And I, man, and I, I myself, you know, you come back to becomeablogger.com or connect with me on social media and tell me about the goals that you are accomplishing. Tell if you want to even share with me how you know y- y- the fact that you're going through the process and how it's working for you, whatever the case might be, share it with me. I'm gonna be your biggest share. Well, maybe not your biggest. Maybe your spouse is gonna be bigger than me. Whatever the case might be, I'm gonna be cheering you on <laughs> because I want to see you accomplish your business goals. So that's where I've been. I've been so focused on accomplishing the things that I've set out to accomplish. And if I've neglected to respond to your email or to, to, to post a podcast episode, it's not that I'm ignoring you. No, because I'm really not. It's just that I know what my goals are. And I know that if I accomplish my goals, I'm going to be able to serve you that much better. I know that I'm going to be able to provide you with so many amazing resources. And I'm excited about that. I am more excited today than I've probably ever been in my business. And if you know me, you know I'm an excited person. (laughs) Anyhow, that is it for today's episode. The show notes will be at becomeablogger.com slash three. Four, three. I could tell I'm out of practice with this podcasting thing because now my voice is tired after doing a 40-something minute episode, but it's all good. I hope you got a lot of value from that. Get the show notes at becomeablogger.com slash 343. This is Leslie Samuel here from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time. Until next time, which will be next week, take care <laughs> and God bless. <laughs>